When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I focus on emotional care and empowerment for empaths, sensitive souls, and those that resonate with my content. So hello, I am so excited and happy to have you here. We are going to cover how frequency and emotions play a role in our lives and really kind of dictate our whole reality in a sense. So hopefully you've listened to the previous episode that really explained what frequency is. And in that I covered all of the external sources of energy that we have that keeps our body sustained, but we also have our own internal energy sources, which is primarily emotion. So emotion is energy in motion. And each of these emotions that we feel, we have thousands of emotions that we can feel really can vibrate differently. So when you are feeling down, when you're feeling low, your body vibrates at a lower space. So when we understand that emotions are actually chemicals, chemicals that are released into the body, and when those chemicals are released into the body, they interact with our cells. So they create a vibration within our cells. And that's really the scientific basis of it. So whenever someone says, oh, they're just feelings, oh, they're nothing, oh, they're just emotions, uh, no, they're chemicals. <laughs> and we have every emotion that we could possibly feel, we have it already stored in our brain that was already developed at the time that we were being created. So you have access to feeling euphoria and ecstasy and happiness and joy and love. You have access to all of those emotions, but you also have access to fear and guilt and shame and anger as well. And a lot of times we're in this world that feeds us a lot of fear, feeds us a lot of reasons to be angry, feeds us a lot of things that just really bring us down. And so it can be really difficult to get out of that space. And so for a lot of people, they don't really ever think it's possible to feel those high vibrations, but you can, you can be able to access all of that because we have to be able to feel those emotions to process our reality in order to help us to survive with what's happening within us. So all of it is meant to guide us. Emotions are not there to just make you feel miserable. They are there to guide you because emotions, again, are chemicals, which means process. So when you break down the word chemical, it goes to chemistry, goes to alchemy. And really at the end of the day, it just means to process. So emotions are really the, the results of the processing of your thoughts that you're having. And I understand it's not just thoughts, but it's also, you know, how much are you able to receive those high energy sources 
that are around you? How much are you receiving energy from the sun? Or are you able to consume foods that are supplied by the sun or created out of the sun? What is your environment like? Are you able to, you know, hear high vibrational sounds and music and things that make you feel really positive? Are you drinking enough water, high vibrational water, healthy water? What what is in your water supply, right? So I understand that it is not just as simple as just having positive thoughts. And I think that's where a lot of people get frustrated because it's like, you know, hey, if I could think positive, don't you think I would think positive, you know? And I, I do understand there's also, you know, injuries that can happen that can cause some damage or anything like that to the brain that can impair the way that we process our thoughts, right? And for that, you know, I have the greatest empathy for. So I don't want anything that I'm sharing with you to kind of feel like I'm being dismissive or anything like that. I just want to give you the information about how emotions and frequency still play a role within our lives. So take those into account as well as I'm going through this. And again, I do want you to understand that I know it's not just about thoughts, but thoughts are a big, big part. Okay, it is the stories we tell ourselves that create our emotions a lot of the time. So through this episode, what I'm going to do is really break down the high emotions that we feel and the low emotions that we feel and how they truly do affect us. All right, great. Let's get into it. Okay, so let's start off from the very high emotions because I want us to really understand how This is really our intended state. When we are in this space of this high vibration, we really see how life opens up for us in miraculous ways, how we can heal our bodies in a sense with these high emotions as well. So let's dive in. The highest emotion that we can feel is truly feeling in that space of enlightenment and bliss and oneness. When we feel divinely connected to everything and everyone around us, we are in our true state. So really focusing on connection. When you are feeling connected, you're really in a very high vibration. And when you're not focused on the physical forms, but focusing on just seeing love and light in everyone around you, that is when you are in your true form. So let's think about that for a minute. Think about kids. They're not focused on anything that causes separation. They don't care about how much money you have or your ethnic background or anything like that. They're just like, I love you, right? You're my friend. Let's be friends. Let's all connect. So children are always in that state of high vibration. We were all children at one point, right? So if you can get back to that space of truly understanding that before you were taught to disconnect, remember in the space of where you were before that, right? Before that, you just felt energy. You just felt when someone was in a good vibe right? I love when I go into a grocery store and I see like this little baby and I smile at them and they smile back at me, right? They're feeling that high vibration and they respond to it. And it's just so, so beautiful. So I love that. So that's the highest 
vibration. That's the vibration that we are all really intended to be in. And it comes with a lot, right? It comes with unlearning a lot of things that taught you to be in that space of feeling disconnected. But when we get to that space, it feels really good. And ways to get to that space is going to be like meditation and really calming that mind down and getting more into your soul, your spirit, connecting, spending time with yourself, really working to heal that inner child if you need to, but really just playing, having fun, just being in that good space. Okay. All right. So as we go from enlightenment, the next space that feels really good is going to be gratitude, joy, feeling empowered, feeling free, feeling love. Those are really, really high vibrations. And when you feel that, other people feel that around you as well. They feel like, ooh, I don't know. They just feel really good to be around, right? They can't explain it. They don't know why, but they love being around you or you love being around people that are in that space as well when you can feel free with them, right? Think about of all the stories and all of the trials and tribulations that many of our different ancestors from different backgrounds went through in order to feel in a space of freedom, right? I'm not going to let that go in vain. I want to make sure that I'm living out their dream of bringing us back into wholeness, which is freedom, right? So I try my best to allow myself to be free in so many ways, whatever that feels or looks like to me, because it can look different to everyone. Freedom it's not one size fits all, right? We all know the feeling of freedom, but what looks like freedom to us is totally different. I try my best to not get trapped into the illusions of things, what we see on the news or TV or social media that really makes us feel restricted or trapped. You know, that's really not a good feeling. So feeling that empowerment, feeling confident, feeling gratitude, feeling just like you're at peace. It's just a wonderful space to be in. And that is a very, very high vibration. All right. So we're going to go down a little bit. We're going to go to passion. Think about those times where you feel passionate about things, right? You just feel good about it. You want to give your all to something. That is a very high vibration. When you feel passionate about the person you love, when you feel passionate about your purpose or what you want to give back to the world, when you feel passionate about your children or your family, if you have children or family, anything like that is such a high vibration to be in. You know how much energy it takes to fuel that passion. Mm, You feel alive, right? You feel, whoo, I feel alive. Yes, very high vibration. I love that. And then we're going to go down to happiness and enthusiasm and eagerness. This is also high vibration, not as high as that oneness energy, but it's still pretty high. And I think a lot of people just focus on, I just want to be happy, right? I just want to feel happy. And happy is a good vibration. But a lot of times the happiness is focused on a concentrated area right? We're looking for some area of our life to bring us a sense of happiness, rather it's a relationship, rather it's a career, rather it's an experience. We have these kind of one-off things that, 
you know, occur. And that creates that sense of happiness within us, but it doesn't always sustain. It doesn't always last as long as just feeling peace and gratitude, but happiness is a good vibration. It is something that is a, a joy to feel when you feel really happy. You know how you feel when you feel happy. You feel good. You're like, hey, you're waving to everybody. You're like, hey, what's up? You know, high vibration. All right. So we're going to go down a little bit and we're going to go to this space of just trying to be optimistic, looking at the silver lining of things, trying to focus on being positive. As you know, this is not as high as feeling all those wonderful things, but it is, in a sense, much higher than feeling those low emotions. You're really trying your best to push through whatever you're going through. And we have to have that mindset in order to get through a lot of things that feel challenging towards us. So that is a very high emotion, but a lot of times we can't really create a whole lot from that space. So think about it. Going back to my original episode, high amounts of energy create so when that vibration is so high and so fast, it starts to create a momentum. So when you think about it, if enlightenment and oneness and joy and love and peace, if all of that is very high vibration, and if God creates from high vibration, it means you were like a joy to be created. Oh, I just love that. <laughs> I just love that. I love it. Okay. Sorry, let me go back to it. So hopefulness is when, you know, you're really hopeful things will work out. Whatever's going on, you hope it'll work out, but you know, maybe it's just not, you know, you're not seeing the the wonderful effects or the results that you want right now, but you're hopeful. You're just you're just keeping a positive mindset, if you will. And so we're gonna go down and now we're going to start getting into the neutral stages of our emotions, right? And again, these are not all of the emotions you feel. We feel thousands of emotions, but I'm really covering the ones that stand out the most. So now we're gonna reach a space of contentment. Like you just feel content. You're not super happy, but you're satisfied. You're content, you're good. You don't feel like on top of the moon, but you know, whatever. Very neutral energy. So there's not a lot that's going to come out of this space, but you know, you don't feel bad, which is good. Now we're moving into a little bit more of the neutral negative. So we have boredom. Think about when you start feeling bored, you can start getting into some trouble when you feel bored. So you really have to maintain your mind in this space of boredom and making sure that we're being productive with our energy, right? Okay, so now we're going to move down to being pessimistic. Ah, oh boy, here we go. This is where a lot of people live. And sometimes it feels safe to be in this space of pessimism because you feel like, well, nothing has worked out so far. So it's just easy for me to accept being pessimistic, right? Like who cares? Nothing ever works out for me. I don't see that happening, whatever. It's not a big deal, whatever. So we're just really looking at the negative view of things, right? We're not really feeling anger just yet, but we're just feeling like, whatever, you know, nothing good's ever going to happen. I'm just accepting that. Okay. Now we're going to move down where we are feeling more. So the thing that's interesting, if you think about it, high emotions, like you feel, but you feel less, actually. You feel light. You feel lighter in your energy. You don't feel as heavy. 
But when you get down to the lower emotions, you feel really, really heavy. And that means that if you're going to feel really, really heavy, you're going to feel more solid, more dense, more disconnected. More disconnected. Sometimes we think that feeling heavier, feeling more solid makes us feel connected, but we're actually disconnected because if you think of energy, energy is light, right? It's light. You don't really see it. It's just everywhere. It's free. When you see something that's just, you know, hard and dense, it's just there, right? So that's very, very interesting when you think about it. But let's get down to the lower vibrations. This is where everyone feels a lot of the times, depending on what's going on in their lives. So we have frustration, irritation, and impatience. Ooh, that's a big one. That's a very common feeling. Even for myself, I find myself in that space a lot of times too. So yeah, let's talk about that. Whenever you're feeling frustrated or irritated or impatient, you know, it's kind of like you are able to see what you want. You see a life for yourself. You see something better for yourself, but it's not happening. And there's that disconnect that's there where there's still maybe some old ways of thinking, some old habits that we have that are pulling us down from really being able to get to that space of receiving. And so when we're feeling frustrated, for me personally, I think that it's really the process of learning. So frustration is when your soul or your spirit knows better (laughs) and the mind gets a little glimpse, but it doesn't know how to get there. And it's trying to get to that space, but it's not making the connection. And it can be really frustrating and it can create that antsiness within us. And so it's like, ugh. I know this. I internally know that this is where I'm supposed to be or this is who I'm supposed to be with or I just have this feeling inside of me, but I can't figure out how to get there. So that's creating that sense of frustration and impatience when we're really focused on an external experience, right? Now, underneath that is overwhelmment. Ooh, Oh, that's big. Overwhelmment is one of the most common lower emotions to feel for a millennial. We feel overwhelmed by trying to take on so much, trying to feel free, right? Trying to feel free and trying to start our own businesses or start our own companies or being an entrepreneur. We have so many options around us as well, creating the overwhelmment. We've got all these dating apps creating overwhelmment. We're seeing all these different faces of different people. It's super overwhelming. We just have so many choices and options in front of us. And it's just, it's a lot sometimes when you have too many choices. Sometimes it's best to just have the choice that, you know, you want to focus on, you know, it's going to serve you and you move in that direction. But when we have too much to choose from, it can really make us feel overwhelmed. Um, But aside from that, also just feeling overburdened, feeling like we are doing too much. And that's our clue for us to remember that we are not meant to be disconnected. When you allow for others to help you, when you connect to others, 
you release that burden or that burden becomes a little less heavy or when you stop trying to apply so much pressure to yourself, whether it is perfectionism or rather it's to try to fit some mold because we're seeing that maybe that's getting a lot of attention or that's receiving some type of positive feedback. We try to fit ourselves in these boxes and it's overwhelming. It's really disconnecting us from who we are designed to be. So next moving down, we have disappointment. Yeah, it doesn't feel good to feel disappointed, right? And a lot of us have felt this, right? We've all felt disappointed at one time where we were hopeful, right? We were hopeful that something was going to work out and it didn't work out the way that we thought it would, or we received a, a totally different result and it can really start to bring you down. Doubt. Ooh, doubt is big. Doubt is a big negative emotion because when we're in this space, we are really not acknowledging and understanding how powerful we are. Think about the sense that you are a very high vibrational being naturally. In your natural essence, you are that high vibration. So if you're feeling doubt, that's you being more in the mind and focusing on how you are not in that space of being able to have whatever it is that you want or thinking that you're going to be able to do something when you truly, truly do have so much power within you to be able to make your dreams come true. So moving down from the doubt, we have worry. So this also goes in alignment with anxiousness and feeling anxiety. We're really worried about something, right? We're feeling worried like, oh, I don't know if it's going to work out or oh, I'm worried someone's going to get hurt or I'm worried I'm going to get hurt. A lot of us were in this space during the pandemic, uh, feeling worried that we're going to get sick, feeling worried that our families were going to get sick, feeling worried that, you know, we would lose someone close to us, feeling worried that our health was not going to be able to really overcome things. And it was really a big challenge for a lot of people to be in that space. So then moving down, we have blame, feeling blame. This is when we're really not able to own our power, when we are making everyone else the source for our issues, making everyone else responsible gives away our power. So that blame kind of falling into the illusion of thinking that we are disconnected or we are separate and blaming others for, you know, how we're feeling, right? When we do that, we take our own power away. We're not able to put ourselves in a space of empowerment. And we're kind of like waiting in a sense, waiting on someone else to to change it. But it's really up to us to take responsibility to do so. All right, now moving down to discouragement. Now discouraged is similar to disappointment, but different. Discouragement feels like, uh, forget it. I won't even do it. You feel powerless. You feel like maybe you tried, but you just feel shut down. You feel fear of rejection, maybe, right? And you just feel like you can't do something. You feel like you're not capable. That is a terrible emotion to be in because we all know that we are all capable 
despite what is happening in our physical worlds. And I know that there's a lot, there's a lot to make us feel that way. There's a lot that happens. Sometimes we are rejected. Sometimes we do receive those no's. Sometimes we do receive the answers we don't want to hear. But if we can shift our perspective in that way to continue to empower us no matter what and not allow for that discouragement to keep us down. We can continue to move towards things that will serve us. Maybe the thing that we thought would serve us didn't or won't. And so sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. All right, moving down, we have anger and revenge. Ooh, yeah, when you're feeling angry, what is causing that anger? This is a very low emotion and usually when we are feeling anger or we're wanting to get revenge, we're really trapped in that illusion. We're really trapped in the illusion that our mind is creating for us, telling us that the other person is trying to do something to us or how life isn't fair. You notice how much you start talking? That's another key point I want us to note is that the lower the emotions, the more we're talking in our heads. Notice that chatter. You start getting that chatter in your mind and you can't shut it off, it seems like, right? A lot of people call that devil energy when the chatter is so loud in your mind, fueling you to feel disconnected. Not a good space to be in and revenge, right? A lot of times people like to get revenge on other people, but it's like that illusion of justice, Nothing is resolving anything at the end of the day. An eye for an eye is still missing eyes. No life is restored after another life is taken. It's just two lives taken. So I understand the thought behind it, but that's never truly understanding the fact that we are all connected in some way. And I know it's challenging a lot of times when someone is almost like the complete opposite of us mentally, but... We have to understand that a lot of times whenever we are feeling revengeful or we are feeling that anger towards someone, we feel hurt by them. We feel violated by them in some way. And typically when someone else causes us pain or they're mean to us or they're rude or they're hateful or abusive towards us, they are already in this space. They are already in a very low vibration. They're already not connected. They are not happy. They're already in a sense of mental health to begin with. So that's the way that I look at it is that if someone has wronged me in some way, or I feel wronged by someone in some way, I just look at it as, you know, they're in a mental health. And I don't need to accept that as it needing to be a part of my reality. So I try my best to disconnect from that individual as much as possible. All right, now we're moving down lower to hatred and rage. Oh my gosh, hatred and rage, it just, it wreaks havoc on the external surroundings and it wreaks havoc on you. It is an uncontrollable sense of anger and this is definitely coming from more of the mind. So when we're in that space of feeling that rage or that hatred, A lot of this is coming from a lot of pent up energy that's been there for a long time. It's a lot of unhealed trauma, unhealed wounds, unhealed just situations that continue to replay in our minds. If we don't get the help 
or the therapy or what we need in order to resolve those things. And we keep suppressing it. It's going to come out eventually, right? And rather you try to control it within your body so much, you know what's going to happen? This is going to create internal illnesses. So it's going to create cancers and diseases and all of that. Because when we understand that we are vibrational beings, right? And if emotions are chemicals and those chemicals keep getting released into the body, the chemical of rage and hatred, that can really lead to stroke, heart attack, all of that. So it's really not a good space to be in. So it's so important to release that and to release it in a safe, healthy way to come to a place of connecting and changing your perspective on things. So when I see people just feeling hatred, I know that there's something internally that's really going on there. And no life ever lives a very long time being in that space of rage and hatred. You just can't do it because it is completely against your intended form. You are not designed for hatred and rage, right? Okay, so now I want to move down to desire. Now, desire is often... For me, I say desire is a positive thing, right? But let's talk about desire a little bit. Desire is not the lowest emotion, right? It's an emotion that we feel when we feel drawn to something. It's a pull. It's a temptation. It's a pull towards something. Now, depending on your perspective of it really dictates if it's going to serve you or not. So you have to look at desire with the proper lens. Why can desire be negative? Well, when we understand that we are all energy, we are all one, we're all connected, nothing is superior or lower than anything, all just energy. The only thing that's different are the different physical forms and the minds and the way that they're processing the information. That's it. So if you're desiring something, but you look at it as though you're not worthy of having that thing, well, that can pull you down lower. That's going to pull you down from that space of being able to have it. So if you're feeling very low about it, it's really going to be challenging for you to be able to receive it. When you're feeling jealous about that desire, you see someone else have it and you feel like, why not me? Why can't I have it? Think about all the terrible things that can come out of jealousy. Sometimes people sabotage other people. Sometimes they even kill people out of jealousy and possessiveness and obsession. And and all of that lives in that space of desire. So we have to be really, really careful with desires and know that, hey, if it's something you feel pulled or drawn towards, explore it a little bit. Ask yourself why you want that thing or Why is that so important to you? And move into a space of receiving, move into a space of believing that you are worthy of having that thing because it's just things. It's just something that you want to experience, but we can't make the desire bigger than us. We can't make these material items more important than us. Every material item that we see, if you look around your home, your car, your office, wherever you are, everything was created from a thought from another individual. They utilize their creative minds as a tool 
in order to create and now you just want it. So it's even more of an illusion to think you can't have those things, right? And we trap ourselves and like, oh, I need money. I need this. I don't have that. I don't have, I don't have focusing on the lack. But when you realize, right, we are all connected. We all have access. We all have access. When we focus on feeling like we're not worthy of it, or for some reason we don't deserve it, yeah, that's why desire can get into a very low space. So moving down from desire, we're going to move down to the two lowest energy frequencies here, which is going to be feeling insecure, feeling guilty, and feeling unworthy. This is a very, very, very low emotion. This is the complete opposite of feeling confident, feeling grateful, feeling joy, feeling empowered, right? When we're in this space, for whatever reason, maybe we were taught something, we're told something at a younger age, and we're feeling insecure, we're feeling guilty, we're feeling just unworthy. It can be really challenging for us to, one, create, receive, attract. We repel. That's the thing. When you're in lower vibrational emotions, you repel because you're disconnected. So you are repelling things that you probably really want, but you repel it when you're in this space. Because if you realize it, we are all on the same wavelength energetically on a soul basis the minds are the only things that are getting in the way okay you have the capability to be able to have the life you want we see evidence of this everywhere people of different ethnic backgrounds different genders different stories getting to that space of shifting their life from one way to a complete other Shifting their life from being homeless to being a millionaire. Shifting their lives from feeling completely lonely to connection and a social life. Feeling insignificant to moving to a space of fame. We see people of all spaces shifting their realities. But you've got to come out of that space of believing that you are not worthy. Because that's going to keep you lower. Now going to the very, very, very low vibration is going to be fear, grief, despair, powerlessness. So when you're in this space, think of it, depression, right? Feeling completely depressed. When you feel like you're in that space, you are the complete opposite of your true high vibration of feeling love and joy and all of that good stuff. So when you're in that space, it is very challenging in order to really get out of it. Sometimes we can get trapped. So when we're in lower vibrational emotions, we are in a sense in a space of survival. Typically when we're feeling that fear, we are in a space of survival. There must be a war going on or there must be some crazy predator, right? That's kind of how we're designed so that we can be able to get away and flee, right? If we need to. And think of fear, fight, flight, or hide, right? People forget about the hide part. So if your body is constantly in that space of fear, which there are a lot of things that are fueling you to feel that fear, which is the one of the biggest illusions of them all, you're not going to be able 
to be in that space of receiving. And we're designed that way on purpose. If you're feeling fearful, well, then you need to hide. Your vibration doesn't need to be that high. It doesn't need to create. We need to survive. So it's almost like we become hidden when we're in the space of fear or shame. We become hidden within our own selves. Our soul is just completely not connected. So those are all of those emotions that really play a role in how we attain our different frequencies. So of course, the emotions are really centered around different thoughts and different experiences. What I feel fearful about, you may not feel fearful about, right? But it doesn't change the emotions that we're feeling. So we have to get to a space of shifting our perceptions and the stories we're telling ourselves when we are experiencing these different levels of emotions. Each emotion is a different chemical causing a different amount of vibration with the cells. And within that, we emit those vibrations. It doesn't just stay contained within our bodies. Our bodies are just already sources of energy to begin with. So when we're in the presence of others, others feel that, right? They can feel it through your voice, through your tone. That's vibration. They can feel it just through your expressing those emotions, right? When we are looking, our eyes are extensions of our brain, and that is sending signals as well. And our body language, all of that. But we are also vibrating that energy and that emotion, that frequency is always communicating. It is communicating with our surroundings, it's communicating with people that we are connected to, it's communicating with the universe or God or divine creation. And when we feel we are going to vibrate with things that are in that similar vibration, those frequencies start to attract towards each other. So when you're feeling fear, that will also attract with another low vibrational energies as well. So oftentimes when people are feeling fear and feeling timid, this oftentimes attracts or gravitates towards that anger, right? And they feed off of each other. And so a lot of times this creates a lot of scenarios of the combination of fear and aggression and anger, it's all kind of in that same ball of wax. And then we look at it, it's like, whoa, what happened, right? So it definitely plays a role. It's so important for us to be mindful of our emotions, to not suppress them. Because when we suppress them, that makes things even trickier for us because they're not really in the forefront of our mind, but they're running the show. And so this creates confusion where people are like, I don't understand. How could this situation come up? I was focused on X, Y, and Z. I wasn't even focused on feeling like that, but this thing happened to me. Or, you know, my body created a lot of illness, but I wasn't focused on X, Y, and Z. When we suppress those emotions, they have nowhere else to go. So it's so important for us to continue to receive those high vibrational energy sources to balance that out and also to exercise and to release and to express and to get that energy out. It's so, so important. So those emotions play a very key role in our lives. 
Now, the final point that I want to make when it comes to our emotions and everything is remembering that those emotions are chemicals, but the body actually gets addicted to those chemicals if we release it constantly over and over and over again. So when we are feeling that guilt or fear or whatever, and it is constantly being released into the body, the body gets used to it and the body starts to build a tolerance for it and it becomes addicted. So when we get addicted, it starts to become our state, if you will. It starts to become a state that we're in when we feel an emotion too long. And sometimes it's challenging when you try to break out of that emotion because the body is addicted to it. The mind will try to find other ways of refueling that addiction, coming up with negative self-talk, coming up with negative words or thoughts that are going to make you feel that negative emotion to resupply the body again with that chemical. So I know it's challenging to break out of those negative emotions sometimes, especially if you've been there for a long time. And the crazy part is, is that if you are in a negative emotion or any emotion for long periods of time, years even, it can actually alter your personality. So it can become a personality trait when we practice an emotion over and over and over and over again. And hopefully that emotion will serve us. But if it doesn't serve us, could you imagine how this can affect us in a negative way? And it feels like we're trapped, right? You ever meet someone and they just seem really judgy or judgmental? It started off as an unprocessed emotion and it continued to resurface over and over again. So we are not robots. We are not just, you know, thought or logic. We have emotions and those emotions really affect the way that we move through our reality. So, so up next, we're going to cover a bit more about frequency and manifestation, and I'll be able to kind of help you see if you're in the frequency of what you're trying to manifest, if you will, because that plays a big role. Frequency attracts, right? So those vibrations attracts, we're all like these vibrating magnets. And so it's so important for us to keep that frequency in alignment, especially if we are wanting to move to a space of feeling free and joy and receiving. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we're here Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Heart Blend Podcast.